Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen and grow as Dell questions the status quo, encourages you to think differently, and empowers you to make a better life. Get ready as Dell challenges core beliefs, seeks the truth, and reveals the roadmap to the lifestyle you really want. And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. Today is Tell Dell Tuesday, and with me here is Carla Green out of San Antonio, Texas. And Carla is one of those just average people out there that was working her whole life away, wondering if it was going to be possible for her ever to retire, let alone not when, but maybe even if. And she's joined Lifestyles and made a lot of gains so far, so we'd like to bring her on and have her share her story. Carla, welcome to the show. Hi, Dale. Thank you so much for having me on. But um, more importantly, thank you so much for giving me the map to help me retire. You have changed my life. Well, that's great. Glad to hear it helped. And, of course, maps are no good unless you're willing to take the trip. And so kudos to you. Let's um, let's go back to the before you had found out about lifestyles, even before your friends have told you about it and anything. What was your mindset about retirement before you ran into all this strange kind of thinking that you could retire in a short period of time? Well, my husband and I just figured we were going to work until we died. We'd work until we couldn't work anymore, and then, I don't know, maybe we'd sell the house and live off that for a while, or maybe the kids would take care of us. We didn't really have a plan, and the plan we did have was not a good one. Well, for yourself, being a hygienist, that's got to be hard standing all day long, huh? Well, I don't stand. I I do sit, but um, it is uh, hard. We're wearing all of the uh, protective gear special for the COVID stuff and, um, you know, it's the covering on my head and the protection for my eyes and the N95 mask and my gloves and my lab coat. So um, underneath all of that uh, all day, it's a little bit tough. So I'm kind of, I love it. I love taking care of my patients, but I'm getting a little tired of it. Husband's an engineer. both for film and television, it says here. And uh, how's his workload? Well, he loves what he does. He's actually a sound engineer, so he does the audio uh, for film and television. And he loves it. He says his job basically is like an eighth-grade field trip. He does. He gets to do cool stuff all the time. Every, every day is different. <laughs> well, that's good. So um, being that that's where your thought processes were at that point, what made you think differently? And then what got you interested in this? I guess a better way to say it. When we realized we needed uh, some type of a plan, and we had a friend of ours who was a Lifestyles member, and he took money, he took all of his money out of his IRA and bought an apartment complex as an IRO. And we thought he was crazy, and we didn't join right away because we thought he was nuts. And we just watched him, (laughs) and we watched his success. So I thought, well, maybe he's not nuts. Maybe he knows what he's doing. And that's when we started checking it out and getting 
involved because we needed a plan. He obviously had a plan that was working for him. What was your first uh, touches with Lifestyles? We um, went to, uh, I think I went to a case study first. She invited us to a case study and um, blew my mind on that. And I think we went to the free uh, seminar after that just to touch a little bit more. So we went to a couple of the events. But I believe it was the case study that first started it. What blew your mind at the case study? First of all, that there was a lot of people there that I already knew. Several people actually from my church were members. Uh, they just didn't bother to tell us about it. So we had Ouch. that conversation with them <laughs> later. But um, anyway, that made it real to me. Okay, this is real people that I can touch and feel, and they're just like me. They're not um, they're not uh, millionaires, or at least not yet, but they are just like me, and they started just where I started. So I knew if the map was working for all these other people, I knew that I could do it too. So that made it real for me. What about uh, the deals, seeing the deals? Now, I, I know that your dad had done some real estate, uh, according to your your bio here, and uh, he hadn't done it our way. So he put a lot of effort into it for not as high a rate of return. What was your thought processes coming from that history in your life? Well, I think I, that probably added to my hesitation um, because I had seen it not work for him. So I knew there was a better way. I just had to find out about it. But I, I think that was part of my hesitation of jumping in. Where was your husband on all this? He is 100% uh, behind me, beside me. With his job, he's gone a lot. So um, he lets me do all most of the investing, and I just bounce ideas off of him to make sure we're in agreement with things. But um, he's 100% in. So you're the spearhead in this operation. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about going to the two-day, where we start to throw information at you. What did you think when you went to the two-day? First, I think my first impression was I was overwhelmed. It was so much information, and I realized I don't have to take it all in today. I've got the book I can take with me and read later. I can come back as many times as I want to, and that's what we ended up doing, going back several times. Um, it was just so much information, but everything seemed to make sense, and it all went together. It was a master plan. Well, being you're explaining it to me that way, I'm going to ask you a question with a preface up front. I read a book called Think and Grow Rich. The first time I read it, I highlighted it in yellow, and I ran into a guy who said, you know, uh, how many times have you read this? I said, once. He said, Phew. Only getting started, right? <laughs> I said, well, I've read it like 11 times. So I read it a second time and highlighted in green, and, what was, and then I highlighted in orange. And what I found was each time I, I read it, I found that everything that I had read previous to it that I had highlighted, I thought, boy, that was stupid. Why did I even highlight that? I know that. That's, that's obvious. It had become obvious to me, right? But the new right. stuff I had never even seen. So since you, you went there the first time and it was so overwhelming, what were the first aha moments? What were the first things that struck you? Not the ones you know now because you've been there for a while since 2016, mm -hmm. but what first struck you about life and what you're doing and, and the numbers? Anything that really just caught your attention, go, boy, that's really, that's it right there. 
the main one, I think, and, and the first one that came to mind was that I don't have to work until I die. I have something else I can do now. I, I have to learn it. Yes, it's a lot of information, but I can learn it. I can do it. If all these other people are doing it, I can too, and I've been given the instructions. There's no reason why I can't do it. So that, for me, was the biggest because we didn't have a plan to retire, but now we did. All right. That was first big one. What was the second or third big one? What else caught your attention? We've got just a minute here at the most. Okay. But, well, again, just knowing that the people that were there made it real to me and feeling like I wasn't worthy to be in that room with all those millionaires, it gained my confidence that, yes, I do belong here and I, I can learn this. I can, I can, there's no reason why. I can't, and I shouldn't be left out of that. I'm now one of the people that I was intimidated by in the first place. So it really, really increased my confidence level. Here with you today on Tell Dell Tuesday is Carla Green out of San Antonio, Texas. I'd asked Carla to think about something during the break, which was she's a very social being. She thinks about things on a very um, personal basis, and I wanted to ask her, how she felt about the group of people that were here and how that has melded into what type of relationships here. And the reason I'm asking that, Carla, and specifically is because you already, I've never had someone say they came in and they knew a lot of people. I mean, they've seen, I knew this guy or I knew that person or I'd had a family members who referred me or something, but you knew a bunch of people from your church. I'm just really curious to hear how, how all that worked together and how it works now. Well, it was great because it made it real to me. Uh, I was, I too was blown away at the two day with the uh, phenomenal numbers, but I felt like there's no way I could reach that. I don't have any money to invest, so that doesn't apply to me. But when the people that were at the case study and at the two day, when they were there and they're real people that I know, if the people are real, to me, then the numbers are real. And then I knew it was attainable and reachable for me. And I've maintained those relationships. And now I've got new relationships as I continue to go to the different events. Well, I think it's interesting that um, you just stated that you didn't have the money to invest, yet miraculously you ended up investing. So now you had some really high rate of return gains, which has really bumped you up quickly from where you started. But Share with people out there that are sitting in the same boat you're in, where you you look at your set of finances, you look at what you have, and in your mind you're going, I don't have anything to invest. I mean, that was your what your statement was right now. It really was your position back then. I don't have the money to invest. Yet somehow our people were able to help you find a way to get started. Share that with the people out there like yourself. Tell them what you were thinking and how you overcame it. Well, what we were thinking was we we can't do this because we don't have any money. But what I heard in the two-day was you can refinance your house. And I didn't know um, what I had to do to do that. We had done that previously, but years ago, I didn't know how the market had changed. So I talked with David Fisher after the uh, two-day, and he put me in touch with one of the lifestyle vendors, um, it's actually Rich Nunez at Amp Lending, and he looked at all of our stuff, and he was able to help us do uh, cash-out refi for our personal home. 
So after we paid off our debts, we had $25,000 left. So with that, we put that into a single-family home, and that's what got everything started for us. Great. Now, that single-family home did well for you, right? Yes, and it's still cash-flowing. It. I am in the process of selling it to my uh, residents, um, again, just like David taught me to do. So you made quite a bit of equity capture, I think I saw in the notes on that, something like 50000 plus on that? Yes, that's right. How And you put 25000 down? Is that what you had to come up with? Actually, it was uh, 18 out of pocket, and we did a very minor rehab of 6000 So I had, what, 20-something 20, 20 in it, 24000 to start with. And you made 50000 in equity capture, and you were making how much a month of cash flow? About three fifty-seven a month. That's great. Now you said you went through COVID and you really had sort of a relief in your mind that you now had this vision of how you're going to make more money. Did you go to the multifamily yet before the COVID, or did you do that after the COVID? Uh, before it was actually uh, the summer of 2019 where we. Um, got into our first multifamily deal. I actually did that crazy thing that our friend had done. I took uh, $25,000 out of our um, IRA and invested that in a multifamily deal. Now, wait a minute here. You're telling me you have no money at all, you couldn't invest, and you were sitting on 25000 in an IRA, and that didn't even appear to be money to you? What, just, what was it, just cotton in the in the medicine cabinet what was that <laughs> exactly i think i was afraid to take it out um why i don't know but like i said as i as i joined lifestyles and started educating myself it was such an eye-opener for us not just financially but just in our personal growth i wasn't afraid to take it out anymore i can take that out and i can put it to work It'll be much better than sitting where it is. Wow. So that's the point I'd like to get across to people out there. You're sitting there, and in your brain you're saying you have no money. Many, many times when we look at your financial situation, you've got equity in houses, equity in rent houses, second properties. Uh, I've run into guys that had used car collections that were enough to get them started investing. It's all different places, 401Ks, IRAs, and people have this money, they don't think about it. they got, you know, their kids' college fund. You know, you're broke, but you got a kid's college fund where you take the money out of the college fund, go make a million bucks, and then your kid wouldn't need to go to college. And if he did, you could easily pay for it. So, again, a good point to be made. So as you decided, as you went to the single family, what made you decide you wanted to get into the multifamily? We uh, watched this house. Uh, it's been a great producer, but I bought it. We, uh, we bought it just under market. So there wasn't much equity capture. So we knew we had to hold it longer to get more equity out of it. And we watched that double. It took uh, five years for the equity to double in that single-family home. And then we, when we did the multifamily investment, we bought into it in 2019, and that property sold December of 21. So it was a little over two years. And that more than doubled in that two-year time. What was the return on that deal? Uh, it's about one, one sixty-seven, I think, or something like that. It was really great. 
<laughs> and it was in half the time of the single family. So it was a no-brainer to realize we needed to um, it's time to sell a single family, and we'll put that into multifamily where it will double faster. Wow, that's amazing. 167% return. If you put that in that 401k or that IRA or wherever you had it at and it earned 4% a year, that would only take you about uh, 100 years to make up the difference. Exactly. Whew. Boy, that's that's impressive. So you've got a lot of experience in a very short period of time on both the single family and the multifamily. So when we come back from break, I'm going to want to hear what your thoughts are now, because you're, you're only midway through the journey. You're not there yet. A lot of people come on the show and they've already gotten out the other end of the journey. Uh, You're just midway. So it's going to be interesting to see when we come back your perspective on where you're at and how long it takes to go the rest of the journey and so on and so forth. So we'll take a short break and we'll be right back with Carla Green and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show returns in moments. Stop waiting. Stop sitting around. Stop procrastinating. This is your time. Make it happen. Do it now. When's the best time? Now. People go, well, I don't know. It's going to crash. It's going to be better next year. I've got to listen to four more classes. I love guys come up to me all the time. You know, I've been listening to you on the radio for eight years now, right? (laughs) I go, and you're not rich yet? Well, really, I'm thinking about joining next month. Do it now. Learn the skills you need to retire with real estate in five years or less. Do it now. Register for the Lifestyles Unlimited free online workshop, lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Here with me today on Tell Del Tuesday is Carla Green out of San Antonio. And Carla, as we went to break, uh, was asked to think about what it's like to be halfway through the journey. Many people come on the show all the way through the journey, but we brought her on today so that people out there, number one, who think that they have no money and can't get started can and see through her story that that's not really the case. And secondly, uh, to talk about where your mindset is at and how are you feeling about life? Even though you're only halfway through the journey, has life changed? Yes, it has tremendously. And uh, the main change has been in my uh, mindset, our our mindset, that um, we no longer feel unworthy. We are confident going forward. Let's get this done. And um, when we first started, we transferred from single family to multifamily. I was a little bit on the on the fence. I was 
called the mentors and talked to Terry Gilblair. And she was wonderful in directing me through some decision-making to go into multifamily. And at that time, I had talked to my brother uh, about lifestyles, and he joined. But he joined as a preferred member. At the time, we were only uh, challenge members. So he joined as a preferred member. And I realized after talking to Terry that my brother had joined as a preferred member. Well, Dell, with your wonderful discount for family, I could join at uh, half of what my um, brother had paid, basically, because of the wonderful discount you had offered since I was already a challenge member. So I piggybacked off of him and got into multifamily, even though my self-confidence wasn't really there yet and my finances weren't there yet to invest in multifamily. I knew my personality, and if I didn't do it then, I wouldn't do it at all. So it has helped my confidence uh, tremendously. And being halfway through is fabulous because I've at least started. We're not there yet, but um, we've at least started, and we're halfway there. I, I try to look at not so much how far we have to go, but how far we've already come. And we've made leaps and bounds in, in only five years. I remember saying a long, long, long time ago, and I've really dropped this out of my seminar and really most of my uh, radio conversation, that real estate changes people. And I meant it in many different ways. Obviously, it changes you financially. But I think it changes you as far as before you were an employee and now you are an entrepreneur. Would you pick up on that and talk about what it's like to actually own your own business after being an employee your entire life? I totally agree with that, and it, it uh, changed my life because it changed my mindset. Uh, like you said, I went from employee to business owner, making decisions, having help with those decisions if I need it so I shouldn't be um, – afraid to take a step and do it um just tremendous confidence and um mindset change total paradigm shift did you find that it made work easier that's what i found once i started having my own income on the outside i was like you know no longer was he going to the work and saying oh my god this guy's going to give me you know and it used to really bug me but then when i knew that i could leave any time i was going like yeah have your fun. It doesn't matter. I'm going to be richer than you someday. Just so it didn't, all of a sudden, it just <laughs> exactly. made coming to work an option instead of a, a demand. Did, did it do anything yes, like that for you? I, yes, I agree with that. It's changed my mindset and a lot of different things, my, my whole outlook on life, because um, I do have a light at the end of the tunnel. I have something that I'm working towards, and there's things I have to go through on that journey, and that's okay. Yeah, that's a good way to look at life, and I've... Boy, I've said this to myself a thousand times, and I've mentored other people, but it never sounds good when you mentor someone. But when you talk to yourself and you say, you know, self, I uh, acted myself into this situation, and you can't talk yourself out of a situation you acted yourself into. So the process of getting out of that situation is, again, a series of actions that go some other direction. And so I agree with you 100%. Yeah, you, you've got to get out there and take those actions. But when you take those actions, then what you see is you see that a confirmation mentally that 
a series of steps will get you somewhere. Whereas when you go to work every day and you continue to do the same thing every day and you're hoping there might be a different response, you're hoping you might get a raise or promotion, the world might change, the government might make it easier, whatever it is, never happens. But when you see that, hey, I took five steps and now I'm five steps further ahead, that really changes the way I see the world. Next one I want to ask you. The first rent checks come into your house. Did that blow your mind? That blew my mind yes. when I got my first rent check. What's it like getting money in the mail? That was so exciting. And actually, um, I have my uh, residence online pay, so I and I get notices, you know, hey, the rent's the rent's been paid, and it's always there. It's like clockwork. It's wonderful. Oh, that bugs the heck out of me when they went to all that pay online stuff. Because all of a sudden, you know, it's like I, I lost the joy of walking out to the mailbox and getting the envelopes. I know that sounds so, so cheap. No, I, I agree. And I love it, too. The, um, the uh, leads in the last uh, deal we were in, mail checks, and I told them I love that. I love I the same thing. I love getting them in the mail. Yeah, the leads changed over on me, too. It made me go. And so on my passive deals, you know, they show up. And that what's funny is I'm in so many different deals. Like, you'll get money, and if it's not clearly defined, it just money shows up. Go, what, what deal is that from? Where's that money coming from? So. Exactly. I'm looking for, I'm anticipating that day when I get to, get to ask myself that question. Yeah, it, it comes at some point. Uh, I guess it's a good, it's one of those, what do they say, rich people problems? You know, right. you have to figure out which where's the money coming from. Uh, bad topic to go down. We're, we're ahead of ourselves. Let's go back to where you're from uh, or at right now. And that is how many people are giving you the same kind of rebuttal talk that you thought when people told you about it the first time? Is there anybody out there going, what are you doing? Are you crazy? Or maybe just when you started? Uh, yes, I do get that. I, I think a lot of people, um, some of the questions I get, or am I a realtor, or what am I doing in real estate? Am I taking classes? I'm like, no, I'm, I'm educating myself. Wouldn't exactly call them classes, or they're asking if I'm uh, certified in this or that. I said, no, it's a different thing. It's a, a passive investment that's going to pay me and my kids forever, and it's really something you should look into. I'm, I'm trying to make it real for them as the people in lifestyles have made it real for me and help them to understand um, what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's hard to get people on the outside to understand. And clearly from the outside, it looks like a Ponzi scheme or a something for nothing, midnight madness, seminar guru, crazy thing. I don't know. But once you get into it, you see how really basic it is. I mean, you know, you own something that pay you rent. I mean, that's about as basic as it gets, right? Right, and and I think that's what made it uh, real for me. Like you said, once you once you get around the people and get your questions answered and realize it's a real deal, it's not a pie in the sky, it's uh, not a scheme or a scam, and it's not a get rich quick. And like I said, we uh, have been involved five years, but um, look how far we've come. How old are your kids now? Uh, they are adults. They are. Let's see, 27, 30, and 32. Wow. Yeah. You got grandchildren yet? One. Oh, you've got to get them going. 
They're in the productive years. I'm already I'm leaning on my daughter. My one daughter's pregnant. Our other son had a baby already, and my my daughter yeah. isn't. But I heard know. that the other grandkids are great. She's uh, let's see, fourteen months? No, sixteen months now. Oh, they're just the, they're yeah. the greatest thing in the world. You get all the fun, and then you send them home. <laughs> exactly. So that's our goal is to to one day get our kids involved so that um, they don't have to struggle like we did. And uh, I want to be able to insulate them from the economy. I know there's a lot of concern for the economy right now, and rightfully so. But if you have some insulation, it's a lot easier to, to get through. Carl, let's talk about how you see the future panning out here. You know, you're halfway through the process. And what's your next, what's your next step? What are you planning on doing next? What we plan to do next, we will be uh, selling our single family to our residents, and we're going to take that um, fifty to seventy-five thousand um, equity and initial down payment, and put that into more multifamily deals. And then we're going to watch our investments grow. And the goal, our goal, is within three years to have those. Um, assets double again, and then look at probably some multifamily that has more cash flow and not as much capital gain, and that way we can start um, towards our retirement. Even if we don't stop full-time, we'll decrease our hours or days or uh, something like that. I'm, um, I'm a dental hygienist, like we talked about, and I've been in the same dental office for 23 years. And I absolutely love it. I love my patients, and I love taking care of them. But I'm kind of tired, and I'm, you know, my body hurts, and some of those days are long. And I think it's just time for me to pass the torch and let someone else take care of them. And I'm going to spend more time with my family and my grandbaby and um, doing some other things that we'd like to enjoy. You know, it's interesting. Uh, like you said, your husband's enjoying his work and uh, that's a good thing. You know, if it's if you're enjoying it, if it's a passion, then it's not work. Uh, you like your work, and yet you still found, and this is the thing I ask myself all the time, because I'm now 65, going to be 66 next month. Actually, ooh, gosh. <laughs> and uh, I'm thinking, you know, you talked about aches and pains. My gosh. <laughs> Uh, it's, you know, I think I've invested in Tylenol and ibuprofen. I think I should own the company. It just, there you go. And I don't know how people do it. I, don't, I just don't know once you get to this age, you know, not to mention, you know, major injuries that happen to people because your bones are brittle, whatever, but just the pain, the aches and the pains. I don't know how people get up and do it. Uh, it, it it's got to be difficult. And I work out and I'm healthy, you know, so I, I get your point that it just it's. You know, just the aches and pains and the, the the constant wear and tear that just sort of wears you out. So it's good that you look forward to getting out of that at some point. Uh, and it, whether it takes one year, two years, or three years, the beauty is is that it was going to be never. And now you're you've got a you got a target, and I think that makes it easier. Also, uh, kids, yeah. let's talk about them. How how do you get your kids involved? I mean, they're older. And kids are those kinds of things that don't listen to you. They only watch you, you know, 
anything that you say, they go, yeah, sure. And But if you do it and they see it, then they seem to have some interest in it. Have yours grabbed interest yet? Not yet. They're asking uh, questions to be um, interested in what we're doing, but not so much ready to take the plunge themselves. And I know part of that is uh, finances, not having money to invest. But again, um, that's where we were, and we found out that wasn't exactly true. So we're hoping to shepherd them along as they as they start to see more interest, as they see our success. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, my uh, one son, our son, has uh, bought a house this year. It's the first one. Had no interest in it at all until this year. Uh, one daughter and her husband slash significant other, whatever you call them nowadays, um, <laughs> they they bought a house together, and uh, she got pregnant. And we're about to have a grandchild this week, next mm. week, something like that. But what's interesting is, is the her husband uh, just decided that uh, all of a sudden he's interested in real estate. And his dad was in real estate. And his dad listens to me on the radio all the time. Well, he got interested, and she got mad at him. You can't be interested in it. We're, we're about to have a baby. you got to pay attention <laughs> to the baby right now. So you need he, to stay focused. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he'll, he'll be around just as soon as he has it's given back his ability to focus mm-hmm. other than on everything she needs and wants at that moment. Uh, you know, my daughter, who knows all about real estate, close, been through it her whole life, she has no interest in it at all because she knows she's going to inherit like gazillions of dollars, so she doesn't even care. But she just became a pro bodybuilder, and uh, so her husband owns his own business, so he's an entrepreneur. And so together, you know, she's, she's really not... Apple doesn't right. fall that far from the tree, but it does roll a long distance. So um, yeah. the point I'm making to you is that, hey, I'm the guy in real estate, and yet my kids aren't doing it, right? Or they're just now right. touching, sticking their toe in the water. So don't don't lose hope. I think people in general probably don't get interested in retirement per se until they're in their 40s. I just don't see it happening. Younger ones who get interested, they get interested because they want to be rich. You know, completely different point in their mind you know it's like well we're figuring out like how to how do i you know retire and survive they're like hey how do i become rich by the time i'm 40 and you know so on and so right forth. So it's a different point of view so don't worry about that let's um let's talk about what you would tell and you only got about a minute left if that even uh, okay what would you say to someone sitting out there on the couch right now thinking about this you know just pondering it i would say don't wait don't let fear paralyze you. I was paralyzed for a long time um, um, mentally, so don't let fear par- uh, paralyze you. And you do have money to invest. You may have to look for it, either in your home equity or in an IRA, uh, savings account, maybe um, land that you're not using, some extra toys. Um, if you can get some money to start with, we started with 25000 If you could just find somebody to start with and start don't let fear paralyze you and don't wait Carla, thanks for coming on today i appreciate you sharing your story the rest of you out there remember this carla myself and everybody else here it's not the money it's the lifestyle have a wonderful day we'll see you tomorrow
The information and opinions you hear on the Dell Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Dell Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Dell Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Dell Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.